0: Hi, I'm Kim, and welcome to Lit Live Conversations, the podcast. Those who really know me are quite aware that I'm a very mischievous, curious person by nature, which is why my undying sense of curiosity, spontaneity, and limitless thirst for knowledge led me here with you today. My journey, although very bumpy, has inspired me to live more, learn more, and definitely laugh more every damn day. So whether you're at the beginning of your own journey or simply looking to live a bit more lit and ignite your soul, then it's time to give yourself a big old soul hug because your fresh perspective starts now. Hi, everyone. Thanks so much for tuning in and joining us today. I'm so excited to jump into our next topic, today's conversation, because this is a conversation that I hold near and dear to my heart, and I'm excited that the lovely woman sitting next to me, the owner of Ludwigsburg's one-stop wine shop, bergen what's up? What's up? Thank you for having me here tonight. You are so welcome. Thank you for being my second home.
1: Oh, absolutely. You are. (laughs)
0: Yeah, wine brings people together. It it sure does. And now that I've been watching this Netflix series, Sex Life, it's definitely, I need like two bottles just to get through one episode. It's wow. Oh, Oh, we have lots of that. You mean sex or wine? Uh, uh, wine. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> and for those of you who are not familiar with Aromacost, it is, as I said, Ludwigsburg's favorite wine hub. And it's an iconic specialty wine retailer, nestles on a quaint yet immensely popular and beloved street in downtown Ludwigsburg, on Eberhardstrasse this is everyone's favorite place. Oh,
1: (coughs) absolutely. Eberhardstrasse is very unique. You know why? Because Eberhardstrasse only hosts unique uh, little shops. There will Mm -hmm. be no chain. There will be no big thing. I love that. Little, little, little little things. And you can go
0: everybody, every, every day to spend your time with somebody else. Exactly. And that's why it's wonderful that you have a beautiful, relaxing outdoor seating area that I think is great for people watching and for good wine drinking.
1: Oh, absolutely. We do have. And do you know what? What we are doing, actually, we are changing our wine list every week. So oh. there will be n- n- no ways. <laughs> every every week the same thing. Sure, we do have always something sparkling. That's exciting. something in white in Rousseau. Nowadays, probably in summertime, a little bit reds. Ra- uh, Um, But for those who do not drink alcohol, Mm -hmm. uh, there will be some fantastic iced teas. I don't know anyone who doesn't drink.
0: (laughs) I'm thinking right now all of my friends came to mind, and I don't know any one of those kind of people. But, hey, that's great. And you also offer, and you opened your doors on July 30th, anniversary coming up 2010, which is, I mean, when you think about that, and you've evolved into one of the city's favorite wine hubs. You offer wine flight tastings cute drinking-related gifts, specialty food items for pairing, and as mentioned earlier, a nice outdoor seating area. And, I mean, really, when you th- look back, you've… Okay,
1: uh, this was very hard <coughs> to open at uh, 2010. You know, uh, the city decided to renew or rebuild the streets. So you open a new shop, and there were five, six other people as well. They rebuilt their business new and then you were closed or kind of like your street was closed for 6 months right and then you th- thought well this is in the beginning if i can do that i will
0: always survive and
1: yeah. then they had
0: covid you know
1: R- it's kind of like you Crazy. were like omg
0: yeah. well i think if there's wine i'll always survive you know i was just saying earlier that wine is actually the most expensive part when downloading an Adele album it, like, gets me through the album. Oh, really? Okay. <laughs> like, yeah, of course, because it's so sad, and then you're just, like, f- like feeling sad, and your heart's broken, or you're thinking, oh, God, like, I could be a ne- the next Adele song. And that's why oh, I you need... Oh, you can. Yeah, and that's can. why I need your... And now, after watching Sex Life, I'm... Oh, uh, we decided already to do some <laughs> uh, music <laughs> things together. <laughs> right. So. Which, music, a little bit of sex life, quote-unquote porn, and wine. I think I need... Can you... Can you maybe put a bed in your in the back of your store for me? Oh, we already have a sofa. It's always free for you. Damn. <laughs> I'm so happy. This is why I love Ludwigsburg and I love Birgit. Anyone who owns a wine store, killing it. <laughs> no, and I always laugh, too, because sometimes I think when I go to the grocery store, I, I the only reason I put food in my basket is to stop the wine bottles from clinking. That's good, too. That's what I mean. Enjoy yeah. life. You only have so, one life. Drink wine. Absolutely. But of course, only for the health benefits, not for yeah, anything else. <laughs> <laughs> Drink in motion always. Yeah. You know what? I think we should raise our glass Yes. So. So, cheers. To, to you. And to thank you. you for bringing thank this you. great uh, champagne today.
1: It's, uh, it's it's very amazing. It's Bouvée uh, La Dubée. It's a little cremeau uh, from the Loire. Uh, we sell it from the beginning. It's outstanding. Uh, such much many prices nobody has. It,
0: well, if you try to explain um, the name to York, who obviously cannot speak French, if you listen to the last podcast, don't ever ask him to repeat anything. Okay, that he cannot and it has no clue about or nor understand unless he has a dictionary.
1: But on the end of the day. You like
0: it or you do not like it. It's very easy. It doesn't matter how much it costs. I always think this. Alcohol is not the answer. Alcohol is the question. And yes is the answer. Do I have that right? You have it probably. Very good, right? (sighs) Yeah. Sometimes I think, God, seriously, if dogs could drink wine, I would never feel alone. That's how much I love wine. I'm not, no, but I just sometimes I feel really alone. Oh, are you? Not really, but I'm just, that sounded good. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Okay. So, you know, what's interesting, you have such an interesting life. So, again, those that uh, have never visited Ludwigsburg or perhaps you don't know much about wine. Uh Birgit, the owner of Aromacost, is, has led a, a very interesting life. And I know you grew up here in Ludwigsburg, and then you moved to Switzerland. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your journey? Because I know oh. you've got an exciting past. Oh, oh, this
1: year it will be even. This year I will be in the even. That means <clears throat> I'm half of my life in Ludwigsburg, and the wow. other half of my life I haven't been in Ludwigsburg. So for me, sometimes it's very funny. In mm-hmm. Ludwigsburg. Yeah. I grew up, I know them, I know the Swabian, but, but, but sometimes… Uh, you I'm, are not Swabian. You oh, are oh,
0: very different from the Swabian I oh, Probably I, I am. <laughs> yes,
1: probably I am. No, first step was Switzerland. You know, I did my apprenticeship. I did my apprenticeship with the hotel industry. Apprenticeship means you do half-time, you do a stage or you're working on it, and half-time you do you do school. You do school, and which is very good, yeah, and then you get your apprenticeship, and, and then you start again from the beginning, It's always. After each study, you start from the beginning. And then I am… And from could, Switzerland, you ended up moving, was it Guatemala? Uh, from Switzerland, I moved to France, then to Spain, and then to Guatemala. Wow. I was living in the States. That's amazing. The states,
0: woohoo! I woo-hoo. Mean, now that Trump's gone, it's I can say that now. Uh, yeah, I was living in Virginia, so it was a oh. kind of different uh, state. Of course, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You have
1: the uh, northern, southern part coming together. Mm-hmm. Yes. Lots of military, mm-hmm. lots of influences. Uh, a lot of, of military
0: means a lot of military men. Did oh, you find? Yes. Did you? Oh, see, look at the. Oh, yes. Yeah. See, now you're having flashbacks. I'm having flashbacks. Uh, oh. but my ex boyfriend uh, actually is from france
1: and oh. he was uh, working for a television uh, so very funny
0: so I wish I wish your ex boyfriend was working on sex life because I want to visit the oh, set really? Well, I just want to visit the set I want to get to know the actor oh I think the only problem with him is he hasn't met me yet. And that's why he's so sad. Oh,
1: he is now married and uh, which is good. (sighs) Anyway.
0: Yeah. No, but so, (laughs) yeah, you, so you kind of transitioned all over the place. So do you find, do you think that it was hard transitioning from working in all of these glamorous five-star restaurants and in all of these exotic locations and having to move back home to Ludwigsburg and, you know, and when you did, you, you kind of started over and you opened a wine shop. So was this a hard transition for you?
1: Oh, I I took a, uh, yes, it was very hard, but I took something very nice in between because I stopped working for the uh, five-star, five-diamond hospitality industry and then I I decided to uh, to do uh, the Jakobsweg, you Mm -hmm. know, Mm. uh, to get a cut in it, you know, you cannot come from the best of the world and you have stars and everybody around, you know, and and it doesn't matter if your bottle of wine is a thousand or five thousand uh, US box or somehow, but but you have to come down to earth, right. you know, what are the normal things. And so I did this in between. That's interesting.
0: To stabilize, to, yeah. yeah balance. Balance. And like amidst all of this, when did you discover your passion for wine? For like me, I remember discovering my passion for consuming wine, but oh, when okay. did you <laughs> discover your passion? Well, for me, but
1: always was like I was working like a food and beverage director, or I was like, working like a restaurant manager or in a sales uh, part, and I had always a passion of wine. My grandparents did wine, and I was always very interested in those wines you mm-hmm. know I was curious and I was like "Oh, M G, there are such much great things young right. people are doing uh, fantastic uh,
0: wines and and so I always was pushed okay. in this direction interesting and I know that as a fellow business owner we all have this idea of how we want to start our businesses but as you know it never turns out the way we intended and I but I also don't think that's a bad thing and sometimes we just have to take Take it as it comes, right? I mean, we just, I mean, things, we always have a plan. And that plan is like, (coughs) turns out to be something completely different than what we... You're right.
1: But I think you have to leave something open. You don't know your customers. You don't know their belongings. You have to have a... A strict plan, what you are doing, but leave space open because you never know what they're expecting. Otherwise, you're not able to to to, to, to be good. You know, right. you don't know if they're like more white wine or they're more into patis or whatever. Right. Um, so you have to leave it open, and uh, you have to make it how it comes, and you have to be changeable with your product portfolio.
0: Okay Very that's strict. So looking back that's a good point. So looking back from where you started how has the wine industry changed and has it changed your view of quote unquote the art of winemaking and or your perception of handling wine?
1: Oh, absolutely, it it did. Because now we have a lot of young people in the industry, and they as well, before they took over their parents' wineries, Mm -hmm. but the young people are traveled, you know, they were everywhere in the world, you know. And they brought back the best they could. And nowadays, even the young people have, uh, which took over wineries from parents or Mm -hmm. from, you say, like from genossenschaften. They have students from all over the world, so it's it's becoming a very, very small 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 circle
0: and you but your circle is very, very, very big. You yeah. have so many you have worked with so many interesting people, which we'll get into later but um, but throughout your journey, have there been any aspects of wine that have surprised you and would surprise our listeners to know?
1: Oh absolutely um. Like I'm those sick, hidden facts yeah, that you so never know. hidden knew. facts. I will be one fact, you know. For example, one fact will be always not to try the most expensive wine from a winery. Try the
0: most cheapest. I see. That was I have. That was another question I had. But okay. Yes. So now you just answered that. Yes, mm-hmm. because the cheapest or the
1: midsection section. Shows everything, you know, mm-hmm. because your, your most expensive wine, you always can do only a certain kind of bottles because you, because you don't have the crown and it's getting very expensive. Then you have to leave it five, six years in your cellar before you right. can sell it. And then if you have, by by law, to leave it five years, you have certain more vintages, you have 20 vintages at least to, to, to leave it. But then you do your mid-range
0: at least very good. God, I love the wine industry, <laughs> <laughs> and my producer Jurg is laughing right now. Why? I don't know why that's so funny. No, it really no, I do. I just probably because I appreciate when whenever I open a bottle of wine, I really do think about the people behind the bottle. It is there are and those that are very transparent and allow you to come in and to view and see, and the passion is amazing, especially, as you said, when it's handed down from generation to generation and you get so many great stories. And I think that's what opening a good bottle of wine is about. It's there to tell a story.
1: Oh, absolutely. You sell those products because nowadays everybody, I think our producer here can say it, uh, everybody can do the most expensive uh, um, labeling and everything. But if the story, if the storytelling is not behind, it goes.
0: Yes. That's true. It goes away. It flows away. It's like everybody else. And so since opening your fine wine shop, Aromacost, I suspect you've met some very fascinating and interesting wine producers, distributors along the way, both locally as well as internationally. How is it different working with local producers versus those abroad?
1: Actually, it's kind of the same, I would say, because now you have a lot of young people and the curiosity on both sides is very um, very, very, standard or very up-leveling. Uh, but in the moment, um, the international people are lots, because they have to compare uh, to, to quite more if mm-hmm. they want to export um, their wines as do themselves. So they're always looking... What's made nowadays in in Germany? Why Austria is doing that? Why Spain? What are the proceeds in the moment in Portugal? So where we are in this international level, Mm -hmm. sometimes, not everybody, like in Germany, they kind of always a little bit comparing themselves. They do not look over. You know what I mean? Yes.
0: Yeah. I find that interesting because I compare, I'm from uh, Detroit and in northern Michigan, Word to my people. (laughs) In northern Michigan, we have great wineries. Actually, Madonna's father has a winery. Uh, But I compare this. I would, they specialize more. And I always associate like Riesling with Germany and these sweeter produced wines. And those in Michigan are also the Moscatas and Rieslings and. um, Plush. Yes. And they're red. And I'm a red wine drinker. I, I love it. So Michigan bread. is a little bit hard to do. It's very hard. Yes. You should better but go I to can... Oregon, Washington <laughs> State. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, but they have excellent wines there. Oh, they have. They have really... Do you carry any products from... Yes, I do. You do? 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 yeah Because they're very well known throughout the... Like when you yes. read any kind of wine enthusiast magazine, they're always mentioned and they have uh, some great vineyards and great products that come from there. That's amazing. I didn't know you carried. Yes, I do. You, you know what, though? When I was uh, I have to come... I, well, I, let's be honest, Birgit, it's not going to be hard to persuade me. <laughs>
1: yes, okay. <laughs> yeah. No, they're amazing. You know, uh, at least you cannot do everything. You know, it's the same thing. I'm supporting very well South Africa which, um, because uh, lots of friends. And uh, over the years, we become friends. And now with COVID, nice. nobody can come. Right. But normally, like two to, I think, five people from South Africa during the year here, doing their wines. And you have lots of people saying, well...
0: Why South Africa? It's so far away. But but they produce a lot of great wine. Yes, they do. You carry those too, I guess.
1: Yes, I do. But on the other side, I say, well, if you bring something in from southern Italy, you will have actually the same CO2 balance Mm -hmm. with South Africa. Or sometimes I say, well, there is a mango and a banana in your basket as well.
0: But I only put it in my basket <laughs> so. so the wine bottles don't clink. Yes. Which is <laughs> <We're just> good. <laughs> no, but that's why I like wine because I think I can't drink hard liquor. Like if I drink vodka, some unless it's mixed. And I think vodka mixes well with everything except decisions. You don't have any <laughs> Russian friends? Um I don't really think she's a friend, but I know some Russians. No, okay. I do in the States. Yeah, my my neighbor's Russian, but okay. I'm just looking at you're right now talking about someone he knows and is very familiar <laughs> with. But I don't okay. know her that well, but I all I know is that, yeah,
1: facts. Uh, it makes it's sense, a,
0: but not with decisions. That's why I don't do it. I don't trust myself.
1: No, they're hardly courage, not mine as well. No. Some chin tonics, okay. okay, uh, but those things I'm not So into.
0: do you carry, when you think about these local and international producers um, are the products you carry more about proximity or quality? Because I know there must be, uh, if you, if you are a wine handler in Ludwigsburg, there must be a bit of pressure from local wineries to promote their products. And do you find that some of them are just not that good and it's hard to, are you on, like, how do you handle that? Cause I, I'm guessing, it's not about proximity, but about quality.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's a good mixture. It's a good mixture. Uh, but uh, on on the other side, you need a good mixture and uh, always uh, are welcome the young people which are doing something special. Yeah. But on the other side, from the uh, calculation, uh, what, what you're earning, you have to be honestly, like, it's. Mm-hmm. It's very hard to work with people from your own area. I can imagine. Uh, because I work with Yorg. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, you will not have like the same amount of uh, of money. You don't need always to have the same amount of money. Oh, my goodness. But on the end of, your, of the day, your calculation has to be
0: straight. So. Somehow I feel that small, local wineries, they probably have to adjust their price because they're not that big. They're not as... I mean, they are established, but I would think the production costs would be devouring them. So they have to be a bit more mm-hmm. expensive. Yeah, well, the production cost
1: is immense. You mm-hmm. know, like like here in Germany as well, what you have to pay you for, for your workers is quite yeah. high. Right. And then they had to pay uh, lots of insurance fees um, if they had bath weather and things like that. You know, and if you buy new barrels, um, for instance, a new barrel is in the moment between... I would say 715,000 euros, you know, mm-hmm. and there you can fit in like uh, 200 or 300 liters, you know, and you can use it once. So you can you can, right. uh, God, you can go insane. back with the calculation process and then you need uh, a bottle of wine. You're, you need a label. <laughs> and I then you love need the a, label. You need a, a cork, you know, yeah. and if everything is more expensive than actually
0: your product, right? then, then it's fun. Right. Okay, but oh, it's no thing, fun. But here, but here's the thing with the cork, and I've always wondered this because sometimes you see a twist off, and you're like, "Oh, I don't know," because it's a twist off. Is there really a difference if you cork it or twist? I would say
1: yes and no. It's a very hard uh, question. Normally, I would say, well, the the wines like the whites and the rosés, yeah, you, you drink it very young do it with please, please twist off you know mm-hmm. uh, for the rats where you store is probably cork in the moment the most um, acceptable thing but on the other side you will not have in the moment a long time experience between cork and twisted Okay. because the twisted you already do maybe for 20 years you mm-hmm. don't have a long time experience
0: but is there is there a real difference if you cork a bottle of wine
1: uh, yes uh, there will be okay because it can get air through and everything. With because the cork. York
0: only buys me bottles that twist off, and I oh, really? just you I you just tell think him to get the cork ones. I don't. Like, like, Who does that? The expensive one, the Bordeaux ones. Yeah. You so, know what? He needs to drink more wine because alcohol, I think, is like a push-up bra for your personality, and I think he needs a better personality and better wine selection and more money to buy Kim better wines.
1: But on the other side. Uh, if you're in a restaurant and you order Bordeaux, you know, and it's getting twisted off, you know, kind of it's like. It's like, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's what I said to your, you. Will, why would you, you will do have that. this? You will have this kind of showing thing and yeah.
0: celebrating. And guys, I would be the worst person to come and like show you the wine. It would be all over you. That's why I always buy my bed sheets. The same color as the wine I'm drinking. Oh, really? Oh. Yeah, because it's just it's more budget friendly. So you have yeah. Because I've drinks from from violet <laughs> to <laughs> no, to but Red. I would <laughs> I can't see. I am freaking blind. I, I would be like the nightmare waitress. I would be fine. I oh, can do it. Can I? Well then, we train me, you. Okay, then let me handle your next tasting. Yeah, we train you no, without well, my Yurk, glasses. i you Yes. York, what are you laughing about? Nodding your head. Why? See, thank God, he has okay. no microphone today. He's, he's on. He's in timeout. <laughs> I mean, he's remember from last week, everyone. He's feeling really empty, so he's sitting in the corner drinking. He's like sucking with a little, little sucky cup his, his wine that Bearget brought. <laughs> Poor Jurg. So green business is all the rage right now. Everyone's talking about you know not only with farm to table food, but the wine industry. Um, Has it been practical for you as an entrepreneur to incorporate green business practices into your shop and how?
1: Oh, absolutely. We are a certified um, organic shop. It's very hard. Uh, We need to get a certification. And we have lots of uh, lots of wineries in the food in the food um, as well. Lots of organic things, mm-hmm. are vegan or vegetarian things. Um,
0: have you ever been to a winery that produces like bio wine? Yes. And yes. What's we the difference?
1: The difference is you are only allowed to to work with a certain amount of uh, copper and okay. a certain amount um, of one other thing, and other um, other things you have to leave it away. Mm-hmm. But in <clears throat> in the end, you you have to look what are your neighbors doing. If your neighbor is doing exactly the other side, right? Correct. Uh, you can't do it b- right. because you have to. Your changement to become a biological uh, winery will take place for for years. You know. Yes. And the first thing in your head should always be as working
0: as green as you can but does everyone have that philosophy because i know germans are very into organic everything bio everything which i think is great that they're they're abolishing plastic but sometimes drinking out of a straw and it's like disintegrating in my mouth so i'm like swallowing <laughs> bits of paper and germany is very green friendly uh, yes, they are very friendly, and the people are asking. But where do you it feel pressure from, from, uh, from no, these groups? I do not. Okay. No. I'm surprised because usually they want to pressure you everywhere here. No,
1: I'm with a fair trade uh, agency here in Ludwigsburg, oh, I'm a member nice. of. And uh, so um, all the people which are doing organic uh, production. Mm-hmm. But it depends. It depends as well where your organic uh, production takes place.
0: Do you have a lot of customers coming in? Requesting only I only want to buy like green wine. Yes, we do. I really don't have <laughs> an opinion on that. Once but you have I'm in not... the
1: class in the moment, uh, nobody knows it's organic. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what, what, because so half what we're drinking is organic. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah we, because so half green. of our France uh, nobody knows because they, they never made it very popular. Uh, in oh, the moment okay. I would say it's about eighty percent of the wines which are coming from France are organic. Really? Yes. Well, let's see. I'm so green, I didn't even know it. Because um, if you need an organic stamp on it, whether you are with Demeter or some other agencies, um, you pay you pay um, a certain fee. Okay. What are you producing? That means you pay 50 cents per bottle more.
0: Okay. The, but understand? here's so, the thing with the uh, stamp that I always question. Because I've had discussions with professors who are working in for example, in the States with the FDA. And it seems like there is a huge controversy, people just slapping BO and organic on everything to the point where people literally say this is coming from this farm or this winery that is all green. Their customers are actually going there. Because in the States, it seems like everyone can slap that label on. So I'm assuming in Germany, it's very different. It's different.
1: And I think people have to ask even more, more, more. As mm-hmm. you just mentioned, very good point, where it's coming from. What they are doing, are the employees paid correctly? You know, there's such much more going on. Not only do you have this label.
0: Do you look at that when you are selecting your wines and yes, working? Yes, I do. Look at Beargets so and she's looking at me right now. She's so like fancy.
1: Yes, I do. She's
0: like a wine snob. Yes. <laughs> and she agrees with me. <laughs> Whatever. No, I think that's great that you pay attention to those details.
1: Yeah, some people say, well, uh, in, in South Africa, you need to have some federated wines. But on the other side, I have only family-owned uh, wineries. Mm-hmm. But I know the family-owned wineries, they, they build up kindergartens and the schools for right. the employees. So That is so great. You have so to, to that look at it nice. in a different
0: perspective. So when you think of wine quality, you may think balance, acidity, smoothness, aromatic. The tannin structure. And of course, these factors all play a role. But as a wine lover, and I know I've told you this before, we've had this discussion, I choose my wines based on two conditions. And it's surprisingly not based on science. I choose my wines based on labels that catch my fancy and wines that I know will tell a story. Um, Or in several instances, a wine that told a great story the next day while lying in bed with a hangover. So how do you choose wines to feature Probably
1: first of all the story and then the label. But on the other side as well, because everybody knows I have very pretty labels in
0: in the store and they're saying, Well, it's amazing. And bottles. The bottles and labels. And labels. Yes.
1: Uh, Think always, well, if you do a special wine, please it doesn't have to be expensive. You can do a little bit more with your label.
0: So you're you are an honest wine retailer.
1: Yes. For for instance, like ten years ago in Spain, every label was black because black was a new future. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's an understatement and the coolness and everything. And then they they saw, well, the shelves are all black. Uh huh. You know. And then everything's came, blending came, and no. Came the twist, and then they start with neon, and then they start with pink and greenish, okay. and very very fancy.
0: Well, this wine label I showed you, I was obsessed with the colors and, yes. and also it told a story. And that's exactly my point. That this yeah. story was that they actually aged their wine at the bottom of a sea.
1: Yes, This I is, do.
0: And the label, you guys, I will definitely Amazing. link this label to uh, the podcast on Insta because this is really insane. It is beautiful. And that always catches my attention. I might It might taste like complete shit. I don't care because it looks really pretty
1: <laughs> but you see other things as well if you buy cosmetics
0: or something yeah stuff, exactly
1: you watch at the packaging you watch at the label I and then it. that is the first point of a race interest
0: that's what I do so I get the nice wines with the cool label and then I serve everyone the wine your gives me which is twist off okay. <laughs> 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 poor Jörg <laughs> uh, not poor Jörg uh-uh. yes good okay, taste so so what would you? What advice do you have for casual wine lovers um,
1: as you mentioned as well uh, with the charnins and the acidity and, and everything uh, buy, uh, buy something local at first mm-hmm. you know well, we have beautiful things out there we have beautiful Pinot Cree, Pinot mm-hmm. Blanco uh, from local areas um, and which are not so high from the alcohol yeah, and you can drink it and you can have fun. Um, it has to be mouth watering, you know. If you put the second sip on your lips, you want to have
0: right. another glass, you know. When she said mouth watering, Jurg, you don't have to look at me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyway, poor sorry. Poor Jurg. <laughs> poor Jurg. Look at him with his d- sippy cup.
1: Even even uh, from, from <laughs> other countries, we have beautiful things. Go to a wine shop. Uh, I will always be somebody who can give you advice, you know, and uh, sometimes buy even a little bit lower, uh, get familiar with it, and then you can see, do I feel comfortable? Yes. And uh, yeah,
0: talk to the people. That's always good. Talk. Mm -hmm. Serve them a drink. Give them a night to remember, Bargut. Oh, yes. A story to tell the next day. Wine is your life. This is what you do. You live this every single day. And you are amazing, by the way. Super, super interesting. You're very knowledgeable. I'm surprised you don't have your own wine line. Have you thought about producing your own wine? Um, Or have you tried this? (laughs)
1: Yeah, uh, actually, you do not know. I have my own line with schnapps and everything. What I what I'm doing, you know. Oh, so yeah, oh oh God, your she's gonna be my one. Yeah, one yeah, for oh, your best friend yeah. <laughs> so I do, I, I, my father learned <laughs> me like fifty years ago, you know. So uh, no, no I'm not the old like thirty years ago. We did it together for a long time, and though I can do everything in schnapps or in Idelbrand, uh, honestly, have my own vineyard, and then it's mm-hmm. me who has to be in there. I do not have the time in the moment. Maybe one day I corrupt with it, so I know exactly how much work I can squeeze the grapes. Yes, I want to step on them too. You want to step on it? I do. Okay. I've okay. always okay. wanted to do
0: that. Okay, good. So can you get on that, please? So oh, I can absolutely we can. So I can live out my dream. Oh yes, <laughs> and I know we've discussed this. I brought this up because I would love to create. A sp- I love sparkling wine just for occasions. It's fun. It's light, bubbly. Yeah. It's not so strong, and. God we're going to have so much fun together oh absolutely uh, especially you when I, you, uh, when I move in to your store
1: oh yes the couch is always there you know and you have a coffee machine for the next day and there is God, lots of got food. bakeries around if not just precious, to everything
0: <laughs> or Jörg is coming cooking now, Jörg is not invited oh okay because he's bringing twist offs so. oh really <laughs> what wine do you think all people should be drinking so if you had one I mean would you say more wine more sparkling like what is the wine everyone should at least once in their life. Like I love Moët and Chandon. This is my favorite. But what do you think everyone should at least try once, even if you have to splurge? Or what is that one wine or champagne people should? You should have drink champagne. I love sure. champagne. Champagne is. A, and when York feeds me the grapes from, yeah, Perth's, the top. Regards, you know. I'll get. You can feed me grapes too, Burgess. If can. you want. Okay. Why is it? Why are you so quiet? I'm serious. Yeah, me, yeah. Okay, no, you you can do it. Oh God, I don't know. We have to think about that again. again. So it's champagne, but do you have a particular one that you are obsessed with?
1: And no, because um, I think everybody should try it at least once because it's so special. So there's lots of people that say, "Well, I don't like it." Yeah. Really?
0: Yeah, I've that ne- those words have never left my mouth. Okay, <laughs> never, no. But a good bottle
1: of champagne, it's extraordinary.
0: Bear, can I just say how good you look right now? You, I'm like, I'm <laughs> thinking about how I look right now, and I'm no. a sweaty fucking mess. And I'm looking at you. You're back from Greece. You're all s- like tan, and your hair's spark. You, you just look like a golden angel. Oh my goodness. <sighs> And it's just sad you brought this great alcohol and Jurg's, he's drinking it all. Like I'm looking and like, you know what? And I've been watching, well, I've been watching Sex Life and I know how to give a spanking. So I'm just (laughs) saying, Jurg. (laughs) spanks. (laughs) You're getting, you're going to be in so much trouble later. You're never coming out of the corner and I'm taking away your sippy cup. (laughs) Pre-COVID, you entertained yes. several wine enthusiasts by throwing exceptional soirees at aroma and, and networking events at your shop. When can we look forward to more of this? And what's next for Aromacost? I personally think you need to do a, you should host a wine retreat. where all, we, we go somewhere and we just drink wine.
1: Well, <clears throat> I decided in the summertime because everybody's in holidays, like now in uh, July, August, September, uh, to do just nothing, <laughs> have my terrace open mm-hmm. and uh, okay. welcoming the people uh, to to churning for a nice glass of wine. But in the moment I do not want to do uh, some degustations. Things because I have to do it inside, right, yes. Uh, and this is something you have to work without a mask. Yeah. And you have to really uh, feel and and try and taste and mm-hmm. uh, and uh, put it away. And uh, yeah, and it's, it's kind it's of hard bit, to
0: enjoy when you're. You you will not
1: have such enjoyment. I guess you should have.
0: But is there anything in the foreseeable future that we can look forward to that you're oh, planning? Because you do everything everywhere. Yeah, I do. She's a, amazing. Do a lot of uh, every Wednesday, I do
1: clubhouse. Yeah. Clubhouse. That's yes, what I meant. Yes, look yes, at her do doing together, clubhouse. Yeah. Berg is yes. so. She's
0: like I love her. It's she's what, my idol. One
1: foot blocker and uh, one wine blocker. It's very funny every Wednesday at seven p.m.
0: But do you have anything you're doing wine wednesday i have mm-hmm. taco tuesday at my house okay very good oh tacos i love and it oh, and you're thursdays yes <laughs> i love tacos it. are my favorite i yours too. oh god i wish i wish there was a taco truck here that would just drive around like the ice cream trucks and just oh. hand out tacos i would stock them we let's pu- be honest uh, we, we
1: do it always with the neighbors a tracker, we put everything car. on one table and everybody can yeah. get what they want and uh more spice, less spice,
0: right? Kim? Oh, God, I want the spice. And you've <laughs> given me, and this is another thing that's great about Aromacos. She's pleasantly tempted and oh. thrown some wonderful things on my palate that are very fucking spicy. And yes. I, you don't understand. Like, I am obsessed with spiciness. I literally, it's like crack. OK, I get the shakes. I'm like, what can I, I have? I walk around with that like a bottle of hot sauce and I just try to find something to put the hot sauce on every day. And, and the hot sauce is gone. It's an addiction. But you and that's why I said you also carry all these specialty food items. Yeah. And so as I, I, I've i stated uh, previously, she is incredibly knowledgeable, but she is also really the most thoughtful Actually, everyone in this whole team, everyone's incredibly thoughtful, but Bergit is super thoughtful and she has a distributor she works with and she found out they also distribute hot sauces. So for my birthday, very hot. I got the hottest fucking sauces I've ever tasted. I mean, to the point where I couldn't breathe or swallow, but that's the sick thing. Like I couldn't, I, that whole bottle was gone. Did you I see, ate the
1: whole thing. By the way, did you see my new line from South Africa? you sources. know
0: you're busy yes. traveling the world and yes. with all your lovers and i can't omg oh, <laughs> i wish i could <laughs> <laughs> i'm kidding no, but I have to. You've just got back from Greece, which oh, amazing. That was amazing. That's so no, I'm going to come. Actually, you know what? I'm going to after we're done wrapping up here. I will. I'm driving you back, and I'm going to take all of your hot sauces, and I'll let you know they what I are think.
1: Pretty amazing because it was lemon and uh, oh my god,
0: anything and that's and spicy. I could like rub it all over my body. Yeah, <laughs> you have sauces. Yeah, cheese Like there is, it's a serious addiction. I don't even feel it, and I don't. It does nothing to me anymore. It doesn't. But sometimes it's like I can't feel my mouth, but then I know it's a good hot sauce. (laughs) Okay. So you need a glass of wine. Well, (laughs) very good. That goes without saying. That's the best part about life a good glass of wine. I cannot imagine my life without wine. I love it. I just love the experience of finding something new. And I really do enjoy it. It's not that I'm not drinking it to get drunk, I don't get drunk. I just like the taste, the flavor. And. and if the bottle looks nice and it's not a twist off, it's nice to look at. It wine is such a part of life. And I'm a bit jealous that you get to do this every day because I am I, I'm I love to research and learn about wine. I visiting winery, it's just interesting. And I it's I love all these family businesses.
1: You know what? I'm very you will jealous. Be my next co-host for my next wine tasting. How oh, about
0: that? I'm gonna be serving everybody and I'm not wearing my glasses just to see what Oops, just to see what happens. Sorry about that everyone. I'm going to host your next party. I'm the hostess with the mostest. Not you, me. All right, good. so step off. No, I'm kidding. Thank you. <laughs> going back to, you know, this great business that you've started and you have done as I've said, an amazing job marketing-wise your online shop. So those of you who are listening and are not in the area, I will link you to Aromacost Wine Shop. She has a great line and offers a spectacular array of wines and champagnes and and sparkling wines. So you can purchase these items on Aromacost's online shop. When you think like, oh God, like where you are now, all the work you've put in, and you put in a lot of work because you are very successful. And that's the only way you get successful. Not by sitting on your ass, but actually working and, and hustling. What advice would you give to somebody who wanted to start a similar business?
1: Always believe in yourself.
0: Oh, I love that. I, that's it. I'm going to tell Jörg that every day when he cries. Every very day. Very easy. That is, see, that's what, isn't it? It's, life can be so simple, Right. Right. And I am still at the beginning. I don't know how you do it. You're like me. We don't sleep. Yes. Which we'll be talking to Mita about uh, next time. Next time. <laughs> the wheels are always turning. We have like 50 projects we're balancing all at the same time. But yet it's the only way you feel like you're thriving, like you're sure. connecting to your customers, to yourself. It You feel more alive and you're doing what you love. And you're happy. And if you're not passionate about what you do... You cannot do it. What's the point? So believe me. So bottom line is, Baraget, alcohol brings people together. In motion, Kim. And you know, the funny thing is my mom always said, especially when she was referring to alcoholics, that alcohol is your enemy. But I'm like, wait a second, because they we always went to church. You know, I was raised Lutheran. We're considered like the quitters of the group. And I always said to her, Jesus says, love your enemy. And God damn it. I'm going to stick with Jesus on this. Oh, really? But the wine too? Well, that's what I mean. Oh, it's, I got you. I call it, sorry. <laughs> Jesus juice. Jesus juice. <laughs> uh, anyway, you guys, thanks so much for tuning in. You got to hear a little bit about Bergett, the owner of Aromacost, and her journey into the wine world. Be sure to check us out next month when Bergett brings us, drum roll, please. Or can you just bang on your sippy cup? Could you do that for me? Oh, he's doing it. (laughs) Join us next month when Baraget brings us Baraget's Best Bubbles. So thank you, Baraget, for taking time out of your very busy schedule to join us here today. Thanks for having me. You're a lovely guest, and it's always lovely to see you. And remember, everyone, if you're not from the area, you're in luck. You can purchase any of Aromacost's fine wines, and those are a bit cheaper, online at aromacost.de and I will link this on the Lit Live podcast Instagram site. And next week, be sure to join us when we have a threesome with sex therapist, Lena Meyer. You know who the best person to be in a threesome is? Who is it? The guest. Oh, absolutely. No ties, no responsibility. You enjoy your role as the meat in the orgasm sandwich. And that meat would be Jurg. because he's meaty. <laughs> Sex life has done something to me. This Netflix show is like, whoa. Several questions about love versus obsession. And that's what we'll be tackling next week. So if you enjoyed this podcast and want to live the lit life, be sure to follow, click, and subscribe to the link below. And remember everyone, live lit, live happy, and just live every damn day.